All right, y'all, welcome. We brought in an expert for you all. We have Melinda on the other line. Say <laughs> hi, Melinda. Hey, guys. We brought her on because she's entertaining as hell. And because I say the most god-awful things in the world, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that's why we wanted her on here. Yeah, and so then this I is get a whole YouTube warning. video made about me, and it's a thing, and, <laughs> you know. This is your warning. Yeah. If you don't like curse words and the C word and the F bomb and the S word, you might as well hop on off of this one, y'all. She uses the C word? Uh. Well, nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. And I'm just going to sit here and let these two do their thing. But I will have one announcement. We've made $100 so far for our raffle. Thank you guys so much who have entered. Please share it. Get entered if you haven't. Our prizes are awesome. That is sponsored by the McKellips family. Don't forget to go like WM Horse and Cattle Co. They are our sponsor, and we love and appreciate them so much. Send Jake your two-year-olds, right? As long as they're not bronchy. <laughs> <laughs> He's rode enough bronchs. <laughs> um, yep, and thank you all for listening. Seeing all the listeners come on since Blaine's come on has been a treat, and I know once Blaine's done doing NFR stuff, you guys are all going to go away, and that is fine. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. Thanks for the listens. All no, right. We'll stick around. I'll let Blaine and Melinda do their thing. Y'all are here to listen to them. So. Have at it. What'd you think last night? <laughs> oh, man. It, there was so much to take in. I, the one thing that keeps me like, I feel bad. I wish it was a small pen because there are a couple of horses this year that I think that if it was Thomas and Mac, we'd have a better chance. Like, I love the big standard setup for these horses because I, I think somebody had said, like, 90% of the rodeos they qualify at are all huge, like, standard size patterns, and then they're pushed into the Thomas and Mac, and, like, you don't get to see the skill of these horses. But, like, one horse in particular, I'm going to say it's Brittany Barnett's little paint horse. Like, I think that there in the Thomas and Mac... Oh, would have been, yeah, she would have been lethal. Yeah. I, I kind of think the ground also has some depth to it, and that's kind of what's keeping her from placing, too. Yeah. She's kind of yeah. getting stuck like, in some ruts. And that's someone I really want to see get get placed or went around, for sure. And I think she has a chance maybe later in the week. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, I don't know that enough about that horse to be like, well, she's going to keep getting stronger or if she's going to get fatigued. You know, you kind of right. hope they keep getting stronger. But if, if you just look at her and you're like, man, put her on a little 13-second pattern and I bet you that horse would just yep. kill yep. everybody. I was telling Blaine before we got started, guys, I'm already switching bait on you guys. I was so excited to see it on the standard pattern and everything. But now I'm like, after two rounds, can we please go back to Vegas <laughs> and the yellow walls? I'm over it already. <laughs> well, I love I love the big standard, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of have ADD and a 17-second pattern. I yes. start facing out halfway through the run. That's exactly what I like, think my problem is. I'm like, I don't know why. I thought I'd love this, but I'm ready to go back to that gritting your teeth fast, fast, fast times on that. Yeah, and it's just the prestige of the Thomas and yeah. Mac. Like, so many horses have been through there. And I know it's not every horse's cup of tea, but I think it... And I seriously I can't believe I changed my mind because I was so yeah. about this. Especially, I was so excited. We're only at round three to nine. Round, I was like, after two rounds, I was like, all right, back to Vegas, please. Now. Yeah. 
watch rodeos like Cheyenne and Cody and, you know, the big outdoor standard pattern. So we actually get to see these girls run on a huge standard. So we're all excited. And then after one round, we're like, oh, okay, well, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, oh, these horses don't sprout wings. Damn it. Yeah. I was very impressed with Jimmy's redemption last night. Oh, she really lasered in, and that mare worked really good. Top of the ground. And uh, I was... After her first run, yeah, that was insane. Yeah, when she turned the first, I was like, okay, let's go on. And then when she got her third, I was like, wow, that was really nice. And but... Yeah, that was, that was a really pretty run and really, really deserved on her part after... Oh, after abs- her first round. Absolutely. Talk about total redemption. So she ran a 1704. Haley Kinzel got a 1709. Sister looks strong. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks strong. I swear to God, that horse is just a gift from the gods. She is. She is a freak. And her style like, goes against so many people's uh, methods. You know what I'm saying? Like It's very stiff. But, but once again, if you hear Haley talk about bringing sister along, she's not going to make one what they're not. That was how that horse moves, so she went with it. So stay true to your horse, and it might pay off, maybe. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no way I could run that horse. I would not get along with that style. I couldn't do it. Yeah. But it's fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. And Shelly Morgan ended up third with a 1720. I thought her horse looked good. Yeah, I never knew that it had like all this freckles on it until it got to Vegas. I, I swear to God, I've seen that horse somewhere. Well, I mean, I, she's she's probably ran her the past four or five years. Um, but I just have really like I've always thought like oh like she's been in the top thirty with her, but I never like paid attention to her, so I never noticed that she was like all freckly. And I was like, that's a pretty horse. I I have seen that color, that horse before, and I just, it bugs me that every time I see the spots, I'm like, I've seen that horse, and it wasn't with Shelly. And I wish I knew more about the horse to know where she got it from, because I've seen those spots. Because it is so rare. Yeah, I'm not sure if Shelly, I thought I thought Shelly trained her, but maybe not. So, whoever and knows I, out there, let long, me know. So I might just be seeing things. <laughs> it happens. So then after but she... Yeah, that, that bear looks good. Yeah, she, I think she's going to keep getting stronger. As long as they can get around the third. Everyone has me a little nervous at the third barrel. And even... Well, somebody had made mention. So in the practice, they didn't have that big screen. And I guess the first night, as wild as horses kind of pricked their ears and were like looking around. And the reason Jimmy's horse kind of missed the third was apparently that big screen that's up there. Yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, someone had messaged and let us know that. And also, before we move on, you guys, Melinda answered our question about how me and Zane were going on about why did they choose to go this route with Donna Kay being positive prior to the start, you know, prior to night one. Melinda, take it away and tell them your, what, what is, you told me. It, it's stated in the PRCA guidelines that it is a medical out. I mean, Makes coronavirus sense. is a medical condition. And, like, in the bronc writing, there is, um, I don't know who it is, so don't, don't come for me because I don't know who it is. No, but go for it, guys. Go put her in her place. <laughs> um, and they, 
they actually took the number 16 seat in the Bronx riding because a guy got injured because it was a medical out. So the coronavirus is a medical out. It'd be the same if Donna broke her leg and had to substitute out. They bring in the number 16 position. But what? So then now that we're going, we're to round three tonight and someone's positive, are they still considering it a medical out and they're just out? I think after, if they test positive during the week, they're out, out. They okay. don't bring in. Anybody. It, 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 they, before it starts, they can go to number 16, but after it's already started, they, they just continue to feel. They'd be like, um, oh, who was it who ran that little the little uh, quick dash mare that pulled her shoulder out of the socket? She bought it from the fiddle player. Oh, uh, Tracy? Yes, she pulled her shoulder out and was in pain, and she continued to ride, but had she scratched, they would have just, they would have lost the field the same as it was. Okay. I get the theory. I get, I get, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, coronavirus is not fucking normal. Like, could we not make an exception? <laughs> like, yeah. could we not have had a slack for people who got the COVID? Which then, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, what do I know? Sorry about my F-bomb, folks. But anyways, continue, guys. I'm sorry. So then after, after that, my pick from last night, well, my pick through the whole thing has been Tiani. And I think Showman's, I think Showman's is looking strong. And he even got by the third barrel a little bit and cost himself a tenth. But, I mean, he just looks awesome to me. And I know that you say that he never looks like he's running, and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or at one point, was she, like, one-handed, no hand on the horn going into the second barrel? Yeah, like, I know she... Like, there was a moment that I looked up that she wasn't holding on to anything but a rain, and I was like, oh, Jesus. I'll have to go back and look at that. I know she rides him, like, one... going into the second barrel. I, yeah, she rides him... God, I couldn't ride that horse if I tried, but, like, it, I, I think I looked and I didn't process, but it looked like she was, like, one-handing it, no hand on the goddamn horn, <laughs> going to turn that second barrel. She got that sticky she, ass. <laughs> she says that he's not fun to ride around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could use my imagination to why. But I mean, when they go in there and work like that, I mean, I'll take two of them. Yeah. I mean, think of how many great horses are not fun to ride, but. Oh, God. I, mean, I remember when Duke. Like all of them? I remember when Duke was well, in his prime. <laughs> I remember when Duke was in his prime and someone would have to hold him and throw Brittany up there and he's a, he was a mess, but yeah, but I, I read an article about how that showman's was bought for like $2,000. The girl got him, found out real quick why nobody wanted him and it was because he bucked and it was when she'd go to like pull on him to stop him, he'd buck. Well, come to find out he had a hitch in his giddy up in his neck and they had to like I don't think they did surgery, but he did a lot of chiropractor, and they finally got that worked out, and, well, now we have showmance. Interesting. I love those stories. Me too. It makes me never want to get rid of anything that doesn't work for me. I want to hold on to it, because I think <laughs> I'm going to sell it, and then someone's going to have this gem, because they did something I didn't anyways. <laughs> so then after Tiani, Lisa got a piece of the pie last night. I thought Rosa looked good. It looked like she kind of just, like, I don't know if she, like, spun out, at, not spun out, but she kind of stepped off at the second and cost her a little bit of time to not make her as fast as the first night. And then her third barrel, like, still scared the shit out of me because Rosa, know. like, 
set up, and I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I think I gasped, but I tried not to gasp as much as yeah. I did the night before because I didn't want to give somebody a heart attack. <laughs> I really, yeah, I, I really want to see her get on Vita, though. Like, Me, too. Oh, oh, yes. Like, I love Rosa, but, like, I just want to see Vita in that yeah. big setup and... There's so many backup horses this year that while I love the main bounce of these girls, their backup horses are like a league of their own. Like their backup horses are most people's first string horses. Oh, I think everyone has one of those in this field. And I I hate watching them switch horses. And the reason they have the backup horses they do this year is because of the setup they have. But I hate watching them switch horses. But this year I'm like, I don't want to see some horse swapping. Same. That's yeah. what I told Blaine last night. It's like, I know that Haley's never going to get off sister and something very horrible happens, and I don't want that to happen. But, man, I want to see Morgan's ho- or Cassidy's horse in there just because of the horse. I mean, I, I just want to be like, my trainer's horse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to make a billboard and a T-shirt and post about that crap on Facebook because that's just who I am. I have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I want to I see that horse in there for Morgan and Cassidy, but that means bad things for Haley, and we don't want that, so. Well, or Haley will just give her a night off a and break. let her rest. Yeah. If, she, if she keeps placing one, two, one, two, and then she thinks that she has it in the bag and wants to give her a night off. I can see her doing that and stepping on something else. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, round five and six, she might give sister a break if she's up in the standings. And then if she has to whip her back out for, like, the ninth and tenth round, I could see that happening. For sure. I think that, too. I kind of get nervous, though, on sister at the third barrel because last night she really sat up on her. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. ooh. And in the pre-show, Brittany even said, like, she thought the third barrel would be the one that a lot of people get just because of how it's set up down there. But I think I think after running three days on a standard, by the time those horses get to the third barrel, they're probably a little bit tired. Yeah. They're kind of running out of gas. And they're going to set up. They're looking for it. They're, they're like, can I turn yet? Can I turn it here? Yeah. I don't want to go all the way up there. Yeah, and it's, I think it's just most most races where you run on a standard, you have a day off. Right. Well, now we're three nights in, and, like, that pattern is going to start getting off. Yeah, and Stevie Hillman rounded out placing last night on truck. I'm going to be honest. She scared the shit out of me coming in, and that's why we don't see truck at the Thomas and Mac. Mm-hmm. Is because he comes in like that. And I was just, I was, I was just like, oh God, I'm a pansy anymore. Maybe once upon a time I could ride something like that, but I'm like, I'm out. Let's walk flat footed, please. Twisted sister vibes there. Oh my God. Yes. Two feet up in the air and who's ever there just better move. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's been my like all time favorite horse to watch. Like I'll go watch YouTube videos. I don't know what Which it one? Is. Twisted Sister. Oh, yeah. I remember in 2000, this is just, I'm getting off topic, but speaking of like crazy barrel horses in the alleyway at the Thomas and Mac, back in 2008, oh God, I just lost her name. She made the WCRA thing top eight. Stephanie Fryer. I have no 
Stephanie Fryer had a really nice mare that Tara Bynum trained, and she was really hot, though. And that witch, like, turned around in the side alley and took off back up the... <laughs> the ramp. The ramp. Like, in the, in the holding pin thing there. And luckily someone shut the gate, but it was... I was just like, oh, shit. Speaking of the holding pin and side alley at the Thomas and Mac, I told Blaine last night, I just think it's so cool to see them warming up while we're walking yeah. the tie-down. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Yeah. I don't seeing... know why. It's kind of like the drag. You're like, oh, you know, yeah. and it's just neat because we usually don't get to see that. Mm-hmm. And like seeing people post on Instagram like that are there, like, oh, of them up. warming up yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just cool, mm-hmm. like seeing all the behind the scenes even more. Yep. But, like, I know that you are a flag girl out there in Vegas. I think that it's just so prestige, like, that tent back there and everything, too. Yeah. It's, I mean, because at the Thomas and Mac, we had the main building. Then there was a tent at the top of the alleyway that had a warm-up, and it was tiny. It had a warm-up area. It was mainly for people to walk in. And then further out... They had like a bigger outdoor arena, and most people warmed out, warmed up in the bigger outdoor arena. Mm-hmm. So by the time they got to the tent, they were warmed up, they were booting up, they were getting on. Like you really didn't see them like ride. Half of them sat there and watched the TV, or like didn't really do anything. Yeah. So it's nice to like be able to look into that warm up tent and see like, oh, she's warming up in a different fit or. Oh, her horse did that last night, and she do it that as a warm up to get her horse maybe sharp. It's a, it's a neat perspective for people who do this, right? That we get to see them. You know, the biggest thing in the world, and these girls are still working with their horses, and it's not just maybe loping a circle or two, or and maybe some are because that's all their horse needs. But it's it's an interesting look into each girl's program. Absolutely. I saw this morning that Jimmy Smith was back at practice this morning, even though she won the round last night yep. with Lena and still worked her. Brittany was there posing. And, um, That's what makes you a winner. It is. And I assume Brittany's going to stay on Katniss tonight. That was Katniss, everybody. I got like 20. <laughs> in- oh, my God. I got like 20 inbox messages. People were tagging me online. Who is this? I got like 10 texts. I'm like... It's Katniss. She's body clipped. I don't know why, but she's body clipped. Um, to be fair, Katniss and Birdie are full. Are they full siblings? No. One's Firewater on the Rocks and the other one's a Dash the Fame. Uh, They're out of the same there. Yeah. Second six babe. Katniss is Dash the Fame and then Birdie's chasing Firewater. That's what it is. So, yeah. I mean, in... It's to be fair, they're out of the same there. And then Mona's the completely different bread there, but... Yeah, she rolled, rolled in on that horse last night. I'm like, well, I know it's either Katniss or Birdie, but I don't know which one it is. Yeah. It's going to be fast. The only reason I was, like, prepared for it was on her story. Like, she had Dr. Marty Tanner on there, like, rubbing her, giving her good luck. And I, like, looked at her, and I was like, that's not Katniss. Like, I was like, what the hell? And then I looked at it more, and I used to work at a barn with jumpers, so I was used to seeing clipped horses. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, that's her. And, um... Yeah, the whole, I think she, like, broke the internet on, what what's this done horse she's running? <laughs> Before we move no, she on. Body <laughs> she's just body clipped. Melinda, what year were you a flag girl out there? Uh, 2015, so it's been five years now. Are you going to go back? Or do you have the desire to? Uh, 
Probably not. It was, oh God, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity and that's kind of what I want to keep it at. But it was, it was a lot of work. Like, I know you kind of look at it, it's like, oh, you're a fly girl, but. No, I, mean, I want to know job. more. It's so cool. Tell us. And we were up it. at, we were up at like 6 a.m. every morning to like walk the horses and work the horses. And for the first like five rounds, we had practices every day and we had to be up there like two or three days ahead of time. So we'd be up at 6 a.m. kind of be nonstop, and then we'd do autograph signings in the afternoon after practice and ride horses. And then generally after the performance, which is kind of laid out there in Vegas, it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and you'd get back to the hotel, and you're tired. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like contestants hard, and I think that's why I have such a, like, I appreciate these contestants and the stuff they have to do out there, like, it is a job. Right. Like, they are up at 4 o'clock in the morning. They are go, 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 go. They get on their horse. By the time they get off of their horse, for whatever reason, they have, like, two hours to sleep, and then it's repeat. And that's, like, 14 days. Yeah. Well, there you guys have it. If anyone out there wants to be a flag girl, message Melinda. I know they didn't do it um, this year, but usually Angie Burton does posts about um, recruiting girls. I don't know with the coronavirus how that's going to work. You know, it's kind of up in the air, but they're usually tryouts. And it posts on Facebook, and I usually try to share it. Um, it's, it's a really neat opportunity if you ever get the chance to do it. The girls are great. I mean, it, it's, it's a job, and I have absolutely loved it, but now that have more horses and more cows. I don't. I don't leave my house. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know what's uh, like so weird to me is like the also prestige in the NFR in Vegas is those black horses that you guys got to ride, being the flag girl. Oh my gosh! And it's, it's kind of sad so weird them. to me that we have the yellow horses, which I believe are part of the Fort Worth um, stock show and rodeo. Like I don't know who owns them. But I know that, like, at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, they use these yellow horses. And just, like, seeing them, it just doesn't seem right. They're not the, in the white saddle. They're not in the like, white oh. saddle. It's not the black horse. And, you know, I just, there's just so much prestige that has been made from the NFR in Vegas and just through the years and, like, things that we're used to. And not saying that, like, change is bad at all, but it's just different. Do you have to handle those horses at all, Melinda, or are they just, like, go in there, do their thing, come out? So, a couple of them, yes and no. So, a couple of them are saints and have been there for God knows how long. And then you get the ones that, like, bumped off Patrick Yeah, I remember that. That one year. (laughs) They're amazing horses, and they're all really broke. But, like, even my horse had alley issues, because, I mean, 10 nights. Right. more than 10 nights because you do practices. You're running in you're there. You're running in that alley. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally, we start halfway down the alley and they slag up in like the barrel right there and we're at a dead run and you have to cut that corner. Well, by the like eighth night in, your horse is like, this stand? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> and so like, it, it, there is, like you have to be able to ride, honest to God, like, well, yeah, 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 these horses are pretty damn broke, but... We've had girls, I mean, every year one girl gets taken out of the grand entry. Yeah, because that corner. Um, <laughs> yeah, they cut the corners. The cowboys start cutting those corners, and the poor girl 
gets taken out. And then we had one year during, they do the dark house, and then the horses run in with the NFR flags and then run out during the dark house. Well, one year my roommate, her horse, was running out of the alley and cut too close to the side of the alley and broke his eye socket. Oh, oh gosh. Lord Jesus. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's really, it's a beautiful thing to do, and people look at it, and it's, it's this fancy kind of like, it's kind of like being a rodeo queen. You look at it, and you're like, oh, it's just, it's so pretty. But, I mean, these girls are like, they're hands to be able to do that. I mean, what would you do if your horse smoked the side of a chute running in yeah. a dark house? Right, no doubt. And no all doubt. you hear is this thud. Mm. Like, that the poor so girl cool was, like, back in the room, like, crying. There, she was out there with the vet. This isn't even her horse. And she's, like, she stayed, spent so much time with this horse. And, like, it just, yeah, it's it's fun, but it, it was a job. Yeah. But There's that's no so doubt. cool that yeah. you got that opportunity. Thank you for sharing that with us. I could, like, talk to you about that. That's awesome. Anyways. So, rounding out, um, Jill Wilson ended up seventh with that 1743 i like i said i think her gray horse looks solid i think she'll be tough in the average um i think emily needs to make a horse change that's just me <laughs> like i'm Poor just emily. i said that last night i love emily i love her but i'm just like i want to but i saw her she had bow at morning practice so Chongo's maybe <laughs> so maybe y'all want to know the word i use <laughs> for those types of horses <laughs> i love chongo but there's something he's not I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn and be like, "Well, oh, he's not." But there is something off about him right now. Like he fired really well at the WCRA. Like, had she not caught that barrel in yeah. the second go round, she would have smoked him. Yeah. And he's just not turning. I don't know if they freed him up a little bit too much, or but he's not. He's not the Tongo that we saw last year. For sure. And yeah. I think. I think Bo's going to fit this better. And I'm excited to see Bo because he's an amazing horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one runner up. Yep, reserve horse of the year. And she just dotes on him. Is that the right word? Dotes on him all the time. I'm excited, and he's he got her there. Definitely. So let's see him. I'm excited to see him. And he's young, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's like what six? Yeah, I was gonna say six or seven. Yeah, he's really. I mean, someone might want to fact check this. He's young for that. Oh yeah. But I mean, he's he's a cool horse, and I hope that we get to see him tonight. And and then Jessica Routier. I want to see Piper. Oh, I do. I do too. I want to see him so bad. I love that old dude. I don't want to say that Tongo and Bo don't deserve to be there because they. Oh my God, they do. But Piper got her so far in yeah. what 2018. Yeah, I was like got her to 16th in the world, and yeah. like. And then he got hurt. so much, and it's just like... <sighs> yeah, he definitely... I hope that we do see him at least one round. For the nostalgia. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due type thing. Yeah. Yeah. The old man. So. And then Jessica Routier. Um, I thought she had a decent run. I just don't feel like her mare's firing quite as hard. What else does she have? I really do Isn't know... Isn't that all we ever see her on? Yeah. I really don't know. I know that they list like a twenty-five-year-old horse as her backup, but <laughs> I have—I've never. Oh, she, she breaks out the twenty-five-year-old <laughs> horse and it smokes everybody. Probably, yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I haven't—I've never seen her on anything else. Um, I think that she 
believes in that horse. And, I mean, that horse always gets Solid. stronger. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean. That's one. I wish we were at the Thomas and Mac yes. for that horse. Because that yeah. horse and paint, I think, on a small pattern, yeah. That's, cause that, isn't that where they kind of earned most of their money was on? Oh, yeah. Like, for workers. I mean, they won in the winter rodeo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Cheyenne Wimberly placed 10th. I thought she had an- another nice, solid run on, on KN Fab Gift of Fame. I really love that horse. That's her kind of setup. She kind of, did you, like, think that the, not saying the ground's bad, people, calm down, but did you feel <laughs> like it was real, like, ruddy? Like, if you got outside the ruts, like, they were, struggled? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I saw. Yeah, I feel like in that pen, if you get by it, and this isn't like me critiquing any of those girls' riding ability because I couldn't even ride their backup horse. I'm a yeah. backup horse. I'm a backup horse. Well, like, you know what, Melinda? We're like, going to attack you on Facebook for what you're saying right now. So continue. But I feel like if a lot of those girls, because they know it's going to be such a tight race, when they do get out past that barrel a stride or two, because some of those horses have been kind of like – getting by the barrels, and mm-hmm. that's probably their plan to try and win the average. Like, once again, not critiquing these girls, but I feel like some of those girls get a little too hustly on the backside of those barrels if yeah. the horses step by it, and it's making those horses kind of scramble. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's how I see it, and that's kind of what I was trying to explain with Rosa last night. Not that Lisa was trying to hustle her, but I feel like Rosa was trying to get out of it, so she, like, stepped off. And, yeah, I feel know. like Lisa probably worked her a little bit wider yeah, just to try and, like, save herself. And then the mayor had that extra adrenaline, and she got by her barrels, and then Lisa was kind of hustling to get her through them. And, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know. And then Jesse Telford fin- finished 11th. Oh, good. Um, I love watching that horse work. He's so different, mm-hmm. but I like him. It's- but he did good in the Thomas and Mac, too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but who? Yeah, she ended up what, winning around. Yeah, at the time. Last year? Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, she didn't make it last year. But yeah, I mean, that horse has obviously all the potential in the world. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, got, watch. he's gotten her there and before. I, I, I feel so bad for her. No, I know. It's not and, easy. Because somebody, I, I, I see it on Facebook all the time, and people are like, what would have you done if you would, if you would have been in, you know, if I was number 16, I would, I, I would have said yes. Yeah. Right? Because it's nobody's fault, and I would have said yes. Now, as number 16 in any event, I think this year especially, I probably would have been trying to keep my horses in shape. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the case or not, if she was, but, you know, with the unknowns of this year, I feel like the 16th people in the world were put in a really hard place like do you prepare and then not get to go and you wasted all that time and you could have given your horses a break or do you you know it just it's a double I, mean, I feel like sword. she was just in a hard place yeah well i mean i know that ivy hurst was sitting there waiting in case someone yeah. else got you know because she already knew that jesse said yes and she was sitting there waiting and she would have said yes, and you know, and that's very hard. And I know that she's friends with Donna Kay, and I think 
everyone in the barrel racing community wanted to see Donna Kay there. Of course. And it's just, oh, it's just the rules. Everyone agreed to it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I still feel terrible because I think her horse would have really ate this setup. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, looking at it, I always say this a lot from the outside looking in, who, to, the best people that this could happen to, Donna Kay being out, Jesse being in, what good representatives yeah. for our community? You know, they've both handled yeah. it gracefully. And I'm not that anyone else wouldn't, but what a good, you know, it's not Donna Kay's first they've NFR. Said a, God said forbid a, it happened to like Jimmy or someone who it's their right. first time. That would be just a little more heartbreaking. So they've set a good example for everybody to look up to on how to handle this stuff. Yeah. I feel really bad. We have all this talk about Donna Kay. And meanwhile, Caleb Schmidt also, same position. And I have not heard anybody talk about him. It's because right. barrel, barrel racers are fucking nuts. Yeah. We'll but listen to this stuff for hours like, and talk about, about people we don't know for night, hours. Like, <laughs> Caleb Schmidt. Like, well, he's just a dude. Like, nobody cares about him. Oh, but Donna Kay. Do you know what he was warriors in the world. Do you know where he was in the pack? I don't. I know Corey Solomon worked, uh, was 16th and he made his way in. And right. I love Corey. Like, Me too. He did a podcast with The Gate. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention another podcast. No, go story. for it. I but love like, him, if too. You want to, that, his story, oh, my God. Well, you know, my favorite like, part about it is he's about- like, he's like, you guys can sit there and be like, oh, well, so-and-so made it, but that's because they've got this, this, and this, and called out, you know, it was like, you can sit there and look at Tough Cooper and be like, well, he made it, but that's different. He's got all this stuff. He's like, you can't say anything about me. I came from nothing, and I made it, so what's your excuse? And I freaking love that. I think about it all the time. And I think there's a lot more of those, because each barrel racer, and if you listen to podcasts, and I absolutely love podcasts, because we get to hear about these girls before, you know, you see them for 30 seconds and you're like, oh, well, that girl has a bloomer, six horse, air ride, and runs 200. I mean, it's easy to judge when they have these nice things, and then you don't know where they come from. Right. And right. it's so refreshing to hear people like Brittany Posey, who's like, yeah, my parents didn't have horses. We didn't grow up in a horse industry. I was climbing the fence. Like, Tiana Schuster was like, yeah, I climbed the fence to go walk the pony, their neighbor's pony. Right, yeah, that's like, what I love about it. For somebody like me, I'm like, oh my God, I can relate to that because I didn't grow up with horses. And so it's kind of refreshing to know that you don't have to have a rodeo star as your parent right. Right. to be able to be a rodeo star. This is my thing, and Blaine's probably like, oh God, here she goes again, because I think I talk about it once a freaking week. <laughs> but I get, you know, and people take this how you want to, I don't care, but I get sick of hearing... And I'm not going to say any names, but obviously I listen to a lot of stuff because this is my entertainment and what I follow. And these ones that do say, oh, I came from nothing. And it's like, well, you really didn't. You had an indoor arena and you lived across from Tough Cooper. So that's not coming from nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? So it is refreshing, like you said, to hear those ones where they didn't have the parents who knew anything about it. And I'm not throwing shade at anybody, but, you know, there's a difference from coming from nothing in the rodeo world. And then really, and truly coming from freaking dirt. Buy you the hundred thousand dollar horse. That, that ain't coming from nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny yeah. how it's a different, a different quote coming from nothing in our it's world. It's different people's perspectives. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. But, 
Anyhow. Yeah. And I, I think this field this year is very diversified. Like, I feel like each of these girls have their own little stories and backgrounds. And it's, I don't know, I, I like this field. I, you know, there's a couple that I wish would have made it. Like, Ivy Hearn, mm-hmm. I always wish Sherry Derby was there. But, like, I like this field of girls. Yeah. Do I think everybody likes them? No, because, God, female barrel racers don't like everybody anyway. <laughs> so somebody's going to hate somebody no matter what. But I, I think this is a good, well-balanced group of, like, your seasoned badasses like Posey and Lockhart and Kinzel. And then your new girls like Jimmy and Brittany Barnett. And, you know, it's just, it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shout out to Ivy Hurst. We love you, and we can't wait till we get to see you there. Yeah. Keep going. She ain't going to let her sister You're beat her. N- never going to stop, <laughs> and we love you for it. She's going to at least even up with her sister and make it there. Can't wait. So then after Brittany last night, Ryan placed 13th. She kind of got by her first barrel. I heard tonight she's going to get on uh, the Milo and Stitch horse. Well, thank God. Yeah. I so. just got to say it. I, I want to see Jonesy. I don't think he's even there. I, think, I don't think he is either. Yeah. Um, did, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He had a surgery. I know that he's very crippled. I, he wasn't healthy. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. I, I don't know the ins and outs of why he had to have the year off and she stepped on to feel the sting. But you know, on a horse that I think would have a chance in that setup if he was there or if she ran him, if he was healthy. Yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. He was, he loved big pins. And I kind of wanted her to yeah, get on uh, HP Dash to Fiesta. Yeah. I think that he could be nice in there. I'm still yeah, heartbroken about Stingy, though. To see a horse whose mom did so well yes, go in there and be able to do it. Yeah. Too bad she couldn't have took Stinger and Firewater. Like, that would have been so cool seeing yeah. Stingray's son and Fiesta's son run in there. With her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I always root for the horses that come from strong, maternal. stronger maternal lines. Yes, absolutely. Maybe we'll see Stevie. Like Lisa, maybe Lisa's mare. Yeah. We'll love her. Maybe Stevie will get on Sharpie tonight since Truck was a handful at the gate. I hope so. I think Sharpie will do because he's always done well at like Cheyenne. Didn't she win Cheyenne on Sharpie? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, but I think Sharpie would just just love that pen but i think the reason that she chose truck is because that is her main horse oh absolutely and she's never been able to run them at thomas and mac yeah she did the first year but it just wasn't very good it was yeah yeah, yeah. it was like i think tiani even made mention she would have been better off sitting at yeah at home <laughs> i like that melinda you like, still sell calm you. don't you i'm sorry do you still sell the cbd through calm or whatever Oh, yeah. Um, we just Stevia, got off of our big Black it, Friday sale. I don't sell a lot to barrel racers. Um, that's not really my market. We have show cattle and uh, the pace that we sell. Oh, my gosh. They love that. And it worked. I've had some heifers that I'm like, bitch, you're crazy. And I'll <laughs> get them 10 CCs and they're like, dead to the world and I'm like oh much better you're not gonna try to kill me yeah well if you got Stevie I bring that up because isn't Stevie a calm yeah. writer so hit up yeah, Taylor Reason and so is Jimmy 
Yeah, hit up Taylor or Melinda with your calm questions, listeners, if you're looking for some some of that good, good CBD. Get you a band. <laughs> I promise I'm a good drug dealer. I'm friendly. <laughs> Get you the weeds <laughs> of the earth. And then finishing out the field last night was Brittany Barnett and Wenda Johnson. Wenda's kind of getting off to a slower start than I thought. I know. Because I've seen her be so dominant in these mm-hmm. type of settings before. And I don't know if she's just kind of having some miscommunication or I see him shaking his head a little bit. Let's get let's just get on the black motherfucker. Yes, please. I mean, yeah. it was Guthrie. I want to say it was um, the black horse at Guthrie. I mean, she smoked one and two, and third barrel, she, like, kind of stepped off. I mean, she still ended up, like, third. And that horse, yeah. he literally did, like, a rodeo queen wave around the pen. He, he he's a the freak. So bad and still, like... He is such a freak. Yeah. Yeah, but... Like, she put the hammer down, and then, I think it was Stevie at the barrel last in Guthrie as well, would have won it by, like, two tenths on Sharpie. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, disappointing like, is not the right insane. word. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. By, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't say disappointing. Not disappointed. I'm just surprised. Because we've seen Winda kick so much ass. So much ass. I mean, yeah. there's still eight more rounds. I know. Okay, hang on. I, I have something and she's to say. she's going to win a round. I have something to say that I saw on Facebook this morning as I woke up with my beautiful face. So That's there was good. something that I saw. And who knows if this is true or not. We're just throwing some shit out there. So someone posted that, like, after this weekend um, on Monday, there's talk of shutting the NFR down because the hospitals are so full. Sorry, guys. I had a phone call. We're back on here. So anyway, so I saw that, like, the hospitals are full and they're like, we're going to shut the NFR down on Monday. Wouldn't that be some crazy shit for a world championship? I mean, welcome to 2020. That's exactly what they did to Houston. Well, yeah, Yeah. that's, you know, that's the other thing. They shut that down in the middle of it. So, like, everyone that's bitching, just be thankful we're having one. Anything is possible. You're totally right. Even if, Paul, even if it's, like, five rounds, because, what, tonight's third, fourth, and it's a Okay, so four rounds. I mean, we can still crown world champions, and it's better than nothing. And I, I, I keep seeing it on Facebook. I think we all just need to be more appreciative of... Everything the PRCA is done, I mean, you know, yeah. we're pissed off about the Linda K. We're pissed off about the Caleb Schmidt. We're pissed off about the mask. We're pissed off about the ground. We're pissed off about the black horses. But <laughs> I think we all need to step back and just be like, "Whoa, thank, thank God we're there's something." Final. Yeah, because like, this is such yeah, uncharted mask. But I mean, every business, every corporation, every family that's had kids sent home from school this year. This is uncharted freaking territory, so we just need to be appreciative of whatever hoops they did jump through to make, let this happen, you know? Yeah. And hopefully you never have to experience this again. I don't believe in masks, and I, you know, this is crap, and I'll be the first one to say that this is crap, and I've said it before, but, you know, people are dying, I am respectful of that, whatever the case they might be dying from, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm appreciative that we have this finals and that we can do this. Yep. Bottom line. And I, I probably share more of the same opinions as you, but yeah, bottom line. <sighs> Is it real? Yes. Am I going to wear a mask? Is it? Yeah. 
Well, it's like we're getting ready to try and go to Oklahoma City for the Cattlemen's Congress because Denver got canceled and Fort Worth got canceled. And everybody's sitting there trying to get cattle ready to go to a show that we're like, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Like, we're um, less than a month out or a month out, and we're like, we don't know if it's going to happen. And at the end of the day, we know that there's there's worse things than not being able to have a cattle show but that or a rodeo, but it is certain people's livelihood. So everyone... We are thankful yeah. for the lifestyles we have. We know it could be worse. We know we're blessed, but it's like, it still sucks. It's like people getting upset about the points instead of dollars. Oh, well, I think we have to remember that there's not money this year. You know, they had to shut down so many radios. There's not money in the account for a finals. And, yeah, the points can be confusing, but it's not. You know, they're not able to pay out the 26000 So instead of being like, oh, they get 26000 when in reality they only get fifteen they just switched at the points so they're getting the same amount of points so that it's easier to follow it doesn't mess up the season and then they just pay them out what they they're able to pay them out gotcha i I was curious about that and i didn't know where to go to find that information so thank you they don't have the money because vegas usually puts up right i understand that but i didn't i didn't understand the points thing but that makes sense there that way you have that amount so it doesn't f you up going and yeah i'm with you now yeah. Instead of saying yeah. so it just, a lower dollar amount that they're able to pay. I get it so now. So you have the same amount of opportunity as you would any other year to make up. Yeah. Excuse me. Behind. Did I just say that I, I mean, understood no, that? No, you didn't say that. I did. You <laughs> gave a bunch of gobbledygook and gave me some bullshit and nobody understood it. So I had to clear it up for you, damn it. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I quit, guys. Thanks for listening to Blaine and Melinda. Shut you guys up. continue on. I'm going to go crawl in a hole and kill myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Man, you I'm guys are siblings. Well, you guys have been coming at me for the last. It's three always days. the younger two. Take a hint, motherfucker. Um, Please. Who, <laughs> yeah, obviously, you were, fuckers. Well, I guess well, so. You were apologizing for cussing earlier, so I didn't know. I felt like I might have. I'm done. Messed something up. Anyway, there. who are you going with tonight, Melinda? I really. I, it depends on who Brittany's going to ride. I think she's going to be back on uh, Katniss. I, I think if she's back on Mona, we need to watch that one. There's really no bottom of the ground this year. Like, you know, Thomas and Mac, we have to worry about, oh, 15, but they don't. It's eight or seven. So, I mean, it's not bottom of the ground. Um, I think if Brittany gets back on Mona, that could be super fast. Um, we need to probably watch Emily Miller on Bo. Mm-hmm. I mean... Now that she's off Chongo, I think Bo, because he ran, what, a 16-9 at Dodge? Yeah. And, I mean, that really didn't pull that great of a check, but, I mean, it's still a 16-9 on the standard. And I think between Mona and Bo, I think it could get really fast. But, I mean, God, trying to pick a favorite in this field is, like, It's hard. At any given time, those horses are just... You got Showman, you got Sharpie, you got Bo, you got Sister, you got Mona. I mean, it is just like, you got Lisa on her mare. I mean, it's just like, damn. I think if Stevie's on Sharpie tonight, that's who I'll go with. But if she's not, I don't know. (laughs) I'll just go with, if Stevie's on Sharpie, that's who I go with. Otherwise, I'm going to stick with Tiani. Who are you going with, Zane? Haley. That bad bitch, Haley Kinzel. That bad bitch, <laughs> Haley Kinzel. That's what he's going with. That's a safe bet. Yeah. 
bet. That is like... Yeah, you can't go wrong. If I had, Pussy. If I could afford a fantasy team, I would pick her. Right. I mean, it's a safe bet. I just like... I just like... Tiani's just so solid. And I'm just like... I feel like he has more to give. Like and it's Tiani. Yeah. Who are you going with? You know, they're not here to hear about... Yeah, me, they so are, you fucker! I want to hear your fucking prediction. I don't have one. Well, just throw a fucking dart at one. I mean, no matter who we say, Haley's going <laughs> to prove us all wrong. That's why I said <laughs> <laughs> Just say Marty Yates and the calf roping. He's going to rope in a seven yeah, one. That'd be cool. That's that'd be the cool. same as bet. That freaking, you made that post about that horse. Oh my God. He mm-hmm. is that horse. And is. he gives credit to that horse. He oh gives yeah. He roping, climbs back up on that horse and he'll point. And I mean, that horse is, it's like a pearl. Mm-hmm. Oh that yeah. That's the old pearl. Marty, Marty, uh, Buster. Like, those horses are magical. Yeah, I love that horse. is fun to watch. Yeah, and he just God. It, it, I watched him the first night. I did a seven one, and I'm like, oh my god! And then he did it again last night, and it's just like a machine. Damn. Yeah, freaking machine. I didn't realize because I'm completely ignorant to everything, but I was talking with Marcus last night Why how much so different. Would you leave the room? You need to calm down. You're self-deprecating. Go you on. Sorry, I was born with confidence. Um, I was you talking to, with before the... Before everything you say, you said, well, I'm stupid, but this is what I'm going to say. Just say, hey, I'm right, motherfucker. Take that, okay? Get a little confidence in there. Grab him by the pussy. Come on. Okay, no bye. You're going to be wrong to somebody, so you might as well yeah. just say it. Okay, you're right. So anyways, I was talking to Team Roper because I knew that this bigger setup has to change everything. Not just the barrel racing, obviously, but I just didn't understand how. Mm -hmm. And just him talking to me and explaining to me how the bigger pin is so much different. It was just real cool. Real cool. I love that it's not the Thomas and Mac because it is a bigger pin. You're going to make me cry. But yeah, it, it, it changes so much. Yeah. Go away from me. I'm not kidding. You two are just cracking me up. And I don't think people realize how small the Thomas and Mac is until you're in there. Right. Like, you see it on TV and you're like, oh, it's small. But, I mean, it's, it's essentially a, hockey a basketball court. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. basketball court. Yeah. With dirt. And, like, you get in there and, like, you'll be in the alley. Because that was the one thing I noticed when I was, I carried flags was, I, I had to break to the right to carry the flags in for the big lineup. And I mean, no sooner than I had turned the corner, I was already going up the wall. Yeah. So, I mean, just that perspective of like knowing how to run barrels and having that in my mind is like, damn, like these girls literally run in that pen. The barrel is not there. And then it's there. And by the time you get done with your first barrel, high second barrel, and so now you've taken it and you've thrown them out on a standard course, and it's like, oh, no wolf. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. yeah, like where they're catching the heels here is halfway down the Thomas and Mac, and where they're at Globe Life, they're like right there still in front of the shoots, it seems like. But like, like, you might as well plant some trees out there and make it like that one pen out there in Oregon where there's freaking Christmas trees in the Saint middle Paul. of the pen. Like, throw some damn trees out there. <laughs> 
Maybe throw them turf, make it Pendleton style, like yeah. 2020 Finals Rodeo. Well, we appreciate you coming on yes. and sharing flag girl stories and talking barrels with us and we'll taking the time that. out of your day. You're welcome. Hopefully sometime we can like round up Randy too. I know. The winningest barrel <laughs> racer of them all. Yeah, for real. <sighs> she had tough luck this weekend at the all-in and it, oh, it breaks my heart. Like, I swear to God, that horse would be unbeatable if they didn't have such crap luck half the time. Isn't yeah. that how it usually works? <laughs> it is. Like, and I think that's the reason, like, the number one reason she's like, I don't want to go to the NFR. Like, she's like, I don't want to rodeo because my luck? No. Yeah. It's hard. Even you know, when you have that phenomenal horse, it's hard. It is. Like, it's really... The girls that go up and down the road and do this and make the top 15 once are spectacular, but to do it routinely, it's just yeah. like a whole other league of their own. It, I mean, it's insane. Absolutely. The amount of luck, just the amount of luck. I mean, that's all it is to it. Yeah, Nellie Miller on her Gage episode, she was like, when you're on that good streak you can't stop anything from going right when you're on the bad streak you can't stop anything from going bad it just does what it does yeah i mean it is at the end of the day we can all say oh they have really good horses but to keep those horses down to have success going up and down the road i mean that's a lot of luck yeah yeah and what Brittany say i mean a couple like this last year winning first is getting lucky yeah. Something like, like that. Like placing first placing, is just luck Well, and just placing point. in general is just, like, winning. Good enough is yeah, winning it's just at this point. Compared to how it was, like, 15 years ago. Well, I mean, even Tiani went on her episode um, from on or the Money Barrel. She's like, yeah. She's like, I never won a radio. She's like, I was third. I was third. I was third. I was yeah. third. But being third can get you qualified. Oh, absolutely. Being consistent. And, yeah, and, you know, if you look at somebody like Tiani, she even was like, yeah, I've never won anything big until I won the uh, NBHA World Show. And it's like, wait, what? You? Oh, my God, you have. Sorry about that, guys. We got disconnected from Melinda, but we really appreciate her coming on to the show. If you guys can enter our drawing, uh, go to our Facebook page and get entered to win yourself a Yeti, $50 gift card, and a cute hat from Carhartt. And again, thank you to WM Horse and Cattle Co. for sponsoring. We really appreciate you guys and check them out for the, your next winner. See you guys tomorrow.